Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Some days the leftovers are just scraps. Man, we've got delicious, succulent meals as we clean out the sound fridge. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I got a fr- actual fridge to clean out at home. I was just thinking about. I'm Fri- trying to decide whether we need a freezer. Are we, we got our, our fridge freezer. The freezer's not very big, and there's hardly any room for anything. You don't have a freezer? I got two. I, like two in addition to the one in your kitchen? Yeah. What are you, a survivalist? Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, we buy don't. Buy meat and ice cream and stuff like that. Yeah, we, yeah, we should. I'm gonna, I'm gonna badger. You. I mean, I can, can you see, even get one these days. I can what? see how two of you with no kids, you might not need one. But man, with the amount of food I keep on hand, yeah, it's. Uh, hang on a second. Let me. Uh, They're so cheap, and they use almost no electricity. Can you get them these days? Though? Oh, I don't know that supply chain center. Center. Yeah, that's right. I have no idea. But I have a, I have a freezer to clean out that has been unplugged for a couple of years. I haven't opened it. Oh and, Lord! Uh, I'm not There's looking. food in there. I think so. That's going to be bad, dude. Oh, yeah, I know it is. Oh, I've thought about just loading it up, taking the tractor, which I mentioned earlier, loading it in the back of the truck, and take it into the dump, unopened, just leave the whole thing there. Out the <laughs> there it is. There Always it is. funny. Oh, let's clean out the sound fridge. We have all sorts of great stuff that we didn't get a chance to play today. Uh, why don't we start with uh, clip number four? This is uh, Seth Meyers. Any other setup necessary, Michael? Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife is going to be a big film. Uh, comes out on Thursday, and these are the original Ghostbusters. They're well, in wait it. a minute. Isn't 
The original Ghostbusters are in this new Ghostbusters movie? Isn't Harold Ramis dead? Yeah. But, then um, that's a heck of a trick. Yeah. But anyway, that, Dar- Dan Aykroyd, uh, Ernie Hudson, and uh, Bill Murray being interviewed. Okay. All right, then. Just like it felt like yesterday, it felt like we never let the packs off and never got out of the jumpsuit. Didn't it feel like it was just like we were military uh, called back to service? It felt like that. It was, it was painful. It was painful as well. It was physically and emotionally painful. You forget how heavy it is to carry a small refrigerator on your back for hours and hours a day. And then they say, okay, guys, get down on the ground. Yeah. Cut. All right, get, stand up. No. Yeah. You're falling down the ground and having to get up with a small refrigerator on your back. A little better than the first. The first. Yeah, the first one weighed about 40-something pounds or something. Yeah. We used to have to wear it for like 14 hours a day. Hmm. Yeah, that's funny. That that uh, reminds me, uh, somebody I know has quit the photography business because they were at an event recently. And uh, they had to, uh, squ- they, they squatted down to take a picture like you do to get a good angle. And they had to push off with their hand to get stand back up again. And they realized they were done. Mm. And that's what Bill Murray was talking about there. You squat down with the uh, the Ghostbusters thing on your back and they cut so we can get back up again. I bet it was a little bit painful for Bill Murray to do it because he's kind of moved on to like some pretty artistic fare. I mean, he's like a serious actor in real art. Sure, does artsy Wes Anderson films mostly. Even though days. he became a gazillionaire off of... I just watched a little bit of Stripes. It's on Netflix now, I think. Mm. Well, uh, from 1981, you know, back when he was doing Ghostbusters and Stripes and movies like that and becoming a household name and gazillionaire, they were not exactly art films. No, although they, they've endured yeah, to stripe, a large extent. Stripes particularly is a, is a freaking fantastic movie. Yeah, I got to see that. I haven't seen it in ages. Speaking of movies, here's George Clooney talking about the whole Rust movie shooting deal. I've been on sets for 40 years, and the person that hands you the gun, the person that is responsible for the gun is either the prop person or the armor, period. Every single time I'm handed a gun on a set, every time, they hand me a gun, I look at it, I open it, I show it to the person I'm pointing it to, we show it to the crew. Every yeah. single take, you hand it back to the armor when you're done, you do it again. And why, for the life of me, this low-budget film with producers who haven't produced anything wouldn't have hired for the armor someone with experience with that many guns? And maybe they weren't even using that gun to do target practice, but they had live ammo with dummies in her pack. And that is insane. Yeah, it is. It's insane. Yeah. It's infuriating. Yeah, it is insane that you would have any live animal ammo anywhere within miles of that place, really. Um, and I've I've been on enough gun things, whether it's hunting or target practice or taking classes or whatever. People that are around guns, they're so freaking careful. Multiple oh, yeah. times of checking to make sure something's not loaded or whatever. How did they have nobody on the set of that movie with that mindset? Oh, that reminds me, during the final arguments of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, which was yesterday as we speak and record this podcast, uh, one of the prosecutors shouldered the weapon poorly, by the way, put his finger on the trigger, and was waving it around the courtroom. I'd have freaked. I'd have said something. Yeah, Yeah, your honor. That's a real gun. Did anybody hear about Alec Baldwin? Idiot. Idiot. Well, speaking of drama and interruptions of drama, Michael, uh, how much uh, intro does clip number eight uh, require, do you think? Uh, The story here is it's a crazy woman. It was a showing of Macbeth in Minneapolis. Uh, Like uh, like a movie? A play. play. A play. So think of a very sophisticated performance. A performance, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Get out of my face! 
Now, Michael, you've diagnosed her with mental illness. I don't know the extent of your examinations of her. Do we have any idea what she was yelling about? Um, I wouldn't have been laughing. I would have thought that's a crazy person that is going to hurt herself or someone else. No. Uh, The answer is no. Opening night performance. Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis on Friday disrupted and delayed for a half an hour by an audience member. Video posted on social media showed a woman standing in the theater yelling and insulting other patrons. At one point in a widely shared video, she can be heard yelling, get out of my country. To the king of Denmark. Which prompted booing from other audience members. Yes, we heard boo. (laughs) Then the woman screamed invective and racial epithets at the audience that had nothing to do with with masks or vaccines. I hate Danes. She tore a program into confetti-sized pieces and flung them in the air. Wait a second. It had nothing to do with masks and vaccines. So is that at the uh, the heart her, of this? Her, well, her invective had nothing to do with masks or vaccines. So I don't, okay. I don't know what they're saying here. Well, did it have to do with the rules? Of, I mean, that's an odd sentence. I, yeah, I know it is. I don't know. Huh. Um, and then they tried to de-escalate and calm her down and took a half hour to get her out of there. She's clearly... Don't do that, and don't crinkle the wrappers on your cough drops, all right? Oh, yeah, you do that. I'm going to scream just like that woman. Yeah. You crinkle yeah. the papers, uh, the plastic open in your Mike and Ikes, I'm going to sound just like that woman. Yeah. 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 Just, you know. Wow. It's, uh, I feel bad. Mm-hmm. Delay the show for half an hour. Meanwhile, back at the castle, <laughs> how do you restart? So anyway, as you recall, in the last scene, I was walking around talking to ghosts. So (laughs) here we go. (laughs) Let's see. Anything else as we clean out the sound fridge? Cleaning out the sound fridge. fridge. Uh, Colbert did talk about Kamala a little bit. Okay. Vice President Kamala Harris, her approval dipped to 28%. To put that into perspective, the movie Batman vs. Superman has an approval rating of 29%. So Kamala Harris is 1% less popular than watching two and a half hours of Batman and Superman wrestle each other than realize their moms have the same first name, so they decide to be friends. But Harris claims she's not worried about 2024 right now and is instead focused on being Joe Biden's Joe Biden. Okay, that sounds rambly and repetitive, so goal achieved. (laughs) Good shot at both of them. How do you have a 28% approval rating as a vice president? You don't do anything. You couldn't generate that much dislike unless you just are awful. Really? An unpalatable presence. Zero positive. So uh, if Biden runs, when's the last time a president dumped his veep to run? Been a long time. Uh, oh, oh, like if Biden ran again with a different veep? Yeah. When's the last time that happened? It's been a long time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. You got to go back. Go back a ways. Yeah. But Joe Biden's not running. Okay, if you say so. S- stop saying that. All it's right. an impossibility. It's not happening. We're going to be cleaning out the White House. You know, you think he will at some point announce I'm too old to run? Yes. 
I think the country would be better off in younger hands. Of course, I still believe he's going to serve two years and a day max. He's not going to finish his first term, never mind running again. And give the presidency to a woman with a 28% approval rating before she has any power? (laughs) There are probably discussions about uh, getting rid of her somehow. Of course, she'll cling to the office. So they'll have to, uh, I don't know, assassinate her character, some sort of uh, scandal, uh, perhaps of, of real origin, maybe entirely fictional. Maybe that was the, the opening. Democratic hatchet men will come at her. Maybe that was the opening salvo from CNN yesterday with White House insiders anonymously, you know, telling CNN how awful she is and how much they don't like her to try to get her out to get somebody more likable in so Biden can step down. Right. So here's my uh, fevered imagination working. I don't know who it would be, but go on. Somebody high up in the Democratic apparatus approaches uh, old Jeff Zucker there at CNN and says, here's the deal. We're going to try to maneuver Kamala out. You are going to be our first leak always. We will give you two and a half hours with the story before we contact anybody else. We're gonna we're gonna run this woman out of office, and you get the exclusive. Wow. Um, and then uh, CNN, please, which is desperate for viewers, would say, "Yeah, absolutely, we'll participate in that." Okay. I don't know. I could see it. If if my if my reason for being is promoting the Democratic Party, I would be working on something like that, and then getting her out of the way. She's then, a terrible mistake. And then pick somebody like Pete Buttigieg, somebody kind of you know. Somebody like that? I could see them going with somebody like that. Well, I'd, I'd work at the choice, but yeah, somebody like that. I mean, I would find some moderate Democrat governor and appoint him. Then old man Biden says, uh, I can't do this anymore. Corn Pop is calling me. I need to go see Corn Pop. Um, and then it's over. Okay. Then you got president, governor, somebody. They point a veep. Maybe make a Mayor Pete the veep. I don't know. Boot edge, edge. But if you got, if your your heir apparent is Kamala, that's a disaster 20, for the party. Twenty eight percent approval rating before she even does anything. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's terrible. That's, that is interesting. I'll be something to watch. One more time, huh, Michael? Yeah, I just had to. It's so mm-hmm. good. I hear you. Well, I guess that's it. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. 
For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. 